Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Investor Lab, the auditory epicenter for passionate people seeking a life of freedom, choice, and abundance. And wow, today was a little bit of a different episode. So if this is actually our 150th episode, which I'm super stoked about, super proud about. Um, and so what we did on this episode is Gabby and I basically had a bit of a fireside chat, a bit of a reflection on the last three years, um, you know, talking about kind of where we've come from, where we're at, where we're going all of that kind of stuff. So it's a bit of a meandering conversation. So if you're looking for like hot tips about property or some like whiz-bang tactics on how to get ahead, probably not the episode for you. But if you're interested to hear Gabby and I reflect on the things that have happened, like what we're planning on doing next, the way we're thinking about life at the moment, then this is a great episode for you. So probably not going to be for everyone, but for those of you who it is for, I hope you, that you love it. And I just also want to say thanks, actually, for, for being on this journey. It's, a, it's our 150th episode. And it's also, uh, as we record this, it's right about our third birthday at Dashdot as well. So it's a pretty um, unique moment in time for us. And it's been a super fun journey. And we wouldn't be here without all of you listening to the, listening to the podcast and participating and supporting us and you know and continuing to cheer along uh, on the sidelines and for those of you who have become clients as well to be a part of this journey too so you know we really feel that our community is made up of our clients our team and also you guys that are listening to this podcast and we wouldn't be here without our, without the community and you know community is at the heart of everything that 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 drives greatness in our opinion so Thanks for being a part of that and thanks for supporting us on this journey. Without any further ado, let's get stuck into it. I look forward to speaking to you soon and I'll see you on the inside. Hey guys, welcome back to the Investor Lab. Joining me today is somebody who hasn't been on the podcast in a little while, actually. <laughs> Gabby, how are Hello. you? Sneaky little cameo. Hello, how are hey, you? I'm I'm great. I'm delighted to be speaking to you once again on this fabulous show. What's been happening? I know. I haven't seen you in forever. We live in the same apartment, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but we're like Here ships we in the night nearly. So, you know, this is good. We this are. is a good opportunity how for us to hang you? out. <laughs> Very well, thank you. What's going on? Great. Just hanging out. That's my default. I just that's what I say. Um, what is going on? I yeah, I've, to be honest, I've taken a little bit of a pause on a lot of Sabbatical. stuff the last couple of months um yeah it's been like we'll get into it with this episode but it's been like a massive three years right so we've just we've just had our third birthday the dash dot um in the last couple of weeks so it's been yeah three massive years for you and i building this amazing business um and for me it, i just kind of reached a point early this year where i just you know, I couldn't really handle it for a for a little bit of time there. Which I went, is fair I enough. Just need, I just need a break. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so it's kind of what I'm in the midst of at the moment is just figuring out how to reset myself and how to how to how to come back really strong and and show up in areas that I want to show up in and and give value in ways that you know make me happy and make other people happy and, and serve serve at a better level than I would I have been doing because I think, yeah, I think everyone may have gone through this similar kind of burnout phase before where you just like you're just kind of churning through the days, yeah, um, and you're not actually showing up how you know that you can. You're just kind of trudging through day day by day, 
Um, and that was kind of where I was at. And I don't want to continue to do that for our team, for our clients and everything as well. So I went, you know what? I need a, I need a hard reset. I need to, <laughs> I need to rethink about what exactly I can provide the most value in. Um, and and do that. So yeah, because when you when you're when you're doing something um, that is that has a missional purpose, you don't want to be doing it on autopilot. You don't want to be checking mm-hmm. in and checking out, right? You need to be no. You need to be showing up with passion. And if you're not, and if it turns, and if you start to get into that autopilot mode, it's probably a good opportunity to to take stock and take a step back and kind of reset, recalibrate, re-energize, and and relaunch into it. So yeah, I think Absolutely. it's good. I think yeah, it's, it's good. so interesting, right? Because when you um when you do get in those like you know we do have an amazing mission and we're doing amazing work and it but you do get in that you completely just forget about that sometimes mm. i think people you know you would a lot of people would feel that way it's like you can really care about what you're doing but it's like just day to day sometimes you just kind of lose sight of that so well i think i think that plays out in people's lives in so many ways i i mm. really do because i think like even like you know not to try and like just deliberately spear it back towards property but I see that happening with people with property a lot as well because what they'll tend to do is they'll say they'll reach a point in their life whatever that moment is and they'll say right it's time for change and then they'll say okay let's go we're going to start building a property portfolio and and create a better life for ourselves you know create craft craft that vision of the future but then they they sort of get lost along the way and they sort of forget what they're doing and why they're doing it mm-hmm. and then before they know it they're they're 20 years down the line and they they're like oh damn it we started that thing a while ago and so it's very important to be super intentional i think and then and remain super aligned with whatever the whatever the mission is you know so yeah for sure and i think yeah being able to i feel really grateful that i you know it wasn't a good experience those couple of weeks initially um that caused me to go like you know what i need i need a i need a (laughs) duck out for a minute um but trying to have, I feel really grateful to have that self awareness and to have like practiced that self awareness to be mm. able to go like, I can't keep operating like this, and yeah. it's a really important thing to try and build in yourself to realize like, okay, actually, I have a choice here, and I can pause and I can reset and reevaluate my life and my priorities and come back fresh and just really take care of yourself. Um, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, as you mentioned, it's been a pretty big three years, and so part of the reason we what we're talking about today is you know this is our hundred and fiftieth episode, the big one fifty. Crazy! That's a lot of episodes, man. That's that's a lot. It is. It is a lot of episodes, actually. Yeah, I um I read a statistic the other day that when people, uh, most people who start a podcast don't like, I think it's like ninety nine or ninety seven percent of podcasters don't get yes, like basically all of them don't get past. Don't get past the tenth episode. <laughs> mm. So, which is which is which is pretty interesting. Um, well, it's not like you and I to aim to win, is it? So. Well, you know, I think uh, I'm not sure if we can. I'm not sure if we can win at the podcast game. Um, nonetheless, so it's been a pretty it's been a pretty big three years. Obviously, we haven't been doing the podcast for three years. We started the podcast in what December 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of this year, the podcast will be up to three years. But we started the the business dash dot at you know, on April first, twenty nineteen was when we that was the official kind of kickoff. Um, yeah. 
So it's been um, and it's been what a what an interesting and wild journey it's been uh, over the last three years to get to this point. And so there's so much evolution. I think it'd be really interesting to go back to like some of the uh, first episodes of the podcast and listen back. And listen oh, back it would be it would be so different. It would be so different. I know. I said um. You know, I told a couple of people on April 1st, I'm like, oh, it's Cash Dot's third birthday. Like, oh, good April Fool's. And I was like, oh, we picked the right day to start the business. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, 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 like, totally. I don't believe you. What a joke. It's like, <laughs> no, we're actually like, it's been three years. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And a, lot, a lot's changed in three years. You know, back when we, um, back when we started the business, you mm. know, I guess... Uh, people who listen to the podcast will maybe already know the story, but like the you know the Cliff Notes, the Cliff Notes version is back in 2018. Um, you know, you and I were working 100 hour weeks in a different industry, burnt out, frustrated, confused, felt like we were going nowhere in life, and decided that we wanted to try and we had that kind of that moment where we said, right, things have got to change. That I just spoke about a moment ago, and we said we said things have got to change. So we thought, okay, well, what are we going to do? Well, let's invest in property because that's going to be the pathway to to financial freedom and that's it. All we need to do is buy a property and we'll be sweet. And then we bought the wrong property, wrong place, wrong time and lost a bunch of money, right? So uh, that was in 2018 and then we... That was at like early 2018 and then we basically went, oh, well, hang on a second. How does this thing work? And went to try and work it out. Now, you're never going to solve the property market in 12 months, right? But but 12 months... After 12 months, we thought we've actually developed enough skills and knowledge and insights to actually be able to help other people avoid the mistake that we made, right? Mm-hmm. So, which was pretty, um, which was pretty, you know, cool and a really good, a really good mission. Like we we started out wanting to go, okay, well, let's go and help people. But God, when we started, we had nothing. Basically, we had no we basically had nothing. Basically, no savings, uh, no safety net, no backup, no nothing. We had a couple of properties that we'd um, gotten together, like we, which was all good. But but it was um it was pretty um it was pretty tough times uh, when we first yeah. started. How. How the how things have changed, you know. Not to say that we're like, you know, rolling around in Ferraris or anything like that, but it's a, it's like oh, I've a, bought three in the last couple of weeks. So. Is that what you've been doing in your time off? Just been Ferrari <laughs> doing, shopping, collecting Ferraris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's but it's pretty cool because like you know, it started just me and you on our on our own with a mission. Oh, that's that, so weird to think about. Even just yeah, that it was just you and me thinking about the team that we have now. Yeah, so we've got a team wow. of 60. As of today, we've got a team of 60, but um, if, imminently, it's going to be a team of 83, Gabby. 83. Yeah, you've been re-energizing and I've, <laughs> I've, been, I've been busy. So, yeah, so we're a team of 60 now in three years. Okay. So to go from, go from a team of two to a team of 60 in three years is pretty... Is pretty yeah. wild. Like it's been um so a lot of things have had to kind of change and grow as as we've grown the business and grown the amount of people that we can help. And you know, the podcast itself has really evolved too, you know. Um, one of the things I love most about it right now, one of the things I'm really enjoying about the podcast is that we have more clients and uh, more team members and more questions from the listeners coming in. Mm, I'm really yeah. loving it. I'm actually really loving it because it feels way more um, it feels like we're breaking through the fourth wall, you know, like in TV when someone yeah. speaks, when someone speaks directly to the camera, speaks to the audience, right? They're sort of called breaking the fourth wall. I feel yeah. like we're sort of breaking the fourth wall because we've got clients out there who are coming onto the show, and then and then we've got questions coming in, and we, I think it's really awesome. So, what are some of your, yeah. um, what are some of your thoughts? Yeah, and with that, um, like with the breaking the fourth wall thing in terms of the podcast, like I do think it's so, like you and I have a massive. 
um, value on community, right? It's so important to involve people in a journey and to share stories and to mm. share experiences because everyone, you know, can relate to something that you have gone through and you can help each other through different um, situations. And it just helps to like hear other people's journeys and feel like you're a little less alone, particularly, you know, in this kind of world where we're all a little bit totally. more disconnected. Um but yeah, we've always like really loved community, but it's like actually being able to bring that into the podcast, into the content that everyone can hear, um, as opposed to just, I mean, the, our old content, also awesome, yeah. but less of just like you and I talking or you and some experts talking, which again, is still awesome, but having, you know, more of our clients come on, more of our team sharing their experiences and their stories, um, actually kind of showcasing our value or community um, rather than just going like, yeah, we we value community and then just yeah. listen to us. It's like really cool to actually be like, actually, no, you guys talk <laughs> Yeah, because you've got as valid opinions and experiences as we do. And I think that's a really great point, right? Because when we started the business, it was just you and me, right? So guess yeah. what? We were the business and we were also <laughs> the faces of the business. And so, yeah. you know, like that was it. And um, our very first team member, Aimee, who joined joined us in like June or July of 2019, um, mm-hmm. she's still with us today. And but aside from Aimee, like it's been me, basically been you and Aimee for the last uh, for the last you know for a while. But what's really interesting and what I really love about bringing the community aspect onto the podcast as 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 the podcast has evolved, because at first it was like let's share ideas and let's try and help people, and then now mm-hmm. it's actually like let's share our ideas, and then it was like okay, let's get started getting guests on, then let's share ideas with uh, with experts and now it's like get the community on and the community is is our clients it is our team and it is also the podcast listeners right and so you know we are our people and our people are us and i think that's like it's a really interesting thing because mm-hmm. through that evolution what is actually and what i really love about it at the moment is that that aggregation of the idea that it's not just you and me you know like it's not yeah. it's not like me and you it's sitting not. <laughs> no it's not no not even just in a literal sense like in the fact that there's 60 team members at dash dot um yeah. But in the sense that it's not like all of the ideas and all of the value is not solely housed in the minds of you and I. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's super important because, you know, we've never wanted to have like a, a guru based business where it's like, oh, yeah, we know all of this stuff and look at how cool we are and come follow us. It's actually, we want to. Check take, out our Ferraris. Yeah. <laughs> your Ferraris, mate. You're the one that's Mine. shopping for Ferraris. Um, I'll keep them. <laughs> but you know this this idea that collectively we actually have so much more power and so much more value and that's one of yeah. the things that we have been really driving home with Dashdot you know like it's not I'm not I'm not the world's best property picker we've just built a really good system and yeah. so we've and we're a really amazing team and in fact yeah. You know, we trust our team to go and buy out. We bought three properties in the last eight months or whatever, and we haven't done any of them. We just the team have picked them. The team have like just signing paperwork and moving on. So I think it's I think that idea of community and what that means I think is a really uh, really beautiful thing. So yeah, and just just finishing up on that, I also just love the I love the full circle of some of the client stories because I know like um, a lot of our clients listen to this podcast, obviously. Yeah. And I know like Dane and Lauren in particular is what I'm thinking of as an example. Like they listened to so many hours of the podcast first. Yeah. Like that was how they first came across us. Um, us being Dashdot, not you and I, but the the, the business. Um, and then to finally kind of have that full circle, like they bought a couple of properties with us and then to come and share on the on the podcast. I just love that whole full circle of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, I, I love that too. No, it's awesome. So look, the podcast has evolved. We've evolved over the last three years. 
which is good. <laughs> no, no, shouldn't be saying <laughs> the same. Growth is good. <laughs> shouldn't be saying the same. It's been a pretty tumultuous kind of like period though. Like when we very first mm-hmm. started the business, we um, had never worked in the real estate industry before. Um, didn't know anyone in real estate. Didn't um, know any property investors. Didn't so we didn't really have any sort of network around us or. You know, we we found a couple of mentors along the way and stuff like that. But realistically, we were just on our own in a pretty rundown. We'll call it a renovator <laughs> in uh, <laughs> in Geelong, trying to make trying to make a go of it. But also, interestingly, it was um it was during uh, during the tail end of the Royal Commission uh, into into um, banking and stuff. So there was like. Lending conditions were really tough. It was really hard to get for people to get finance. It was also an election year, and there was also talk about scrapping negative gearing. And so there was all of these like headwinds, mm. and we're just sitting there trying to like start a real estate. And so many people were going, "You guys are absolute clowns! Like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is probably the hardest time to start a real estate business in the last." Like, nobody wants to buy property right now. Totally, what are you doing? exactly. What are you particularly doing? from a particularly from a couple of guys, just you know. <laughs> So let's be honest, no track record. <laughs> like, you know, a lot of good ideas and pretty, pretty minimal kind of track record. So um, but what was pretty interesting, what's pretty interesting though, is like that was in 2019. That was at the start of 2019. And and then at the start of 2020, COVID, bang. Mm. <laughs> so it was yeah, like sprinkle a, a little pandemic in there. And totally. See what so, exactly. So started the, starting the business in a like a really, really tough time to start the business when basically everyone was just like, nah, not interested in nah, not gonna wait. Don't not interested. And then we had a kind of a couple of good months post-election, and then bang. COVID hit, okay, 97% loss of revenue in 14 days or something. Yikes. Yeah. You know, uh, loads of uncertainty. And then we had to traverse all of that. And what was really interesting through that period of time is, you know, the way that we thought about what the role of the podcast was also changed um, during that period. You know, we we realized that that was a moment where people needed that community. So we did a whole bunch of like, maybe even we even did some episodes which were live, and we had people on the on the podcast live. Yeah, and everything we were trying to do was trying to really meet people where they were and provide that kind of like centering guidance through that period because it was so much uncertainty. Yeah. And then, cool. And then we get into like 2021, property markets going bonkers. And then now it's like, oh, inflation, war, interest rate rises. It's so funny because there's this constant, you know, rising and falling of emotion mm. and sentiment. And it's, I think it's been a really um, very interesting period um, to kind of go through. What do you think? Yeah, it is interesting. And I think like if, if anyone's interested in, business in general, which I think some people who are listening are, um, there's always like the saying of like, you know, the best businesses are actually grown in the winter season. So like the the times in, you know, the macro economy where it's actually the toughest times, the businesses that can grow and build and thrive in those environments are actually the ones that are going most likely to have greater success into the into the distant future. That's how you get those really long-lasting, amazing companies. Um, I can't think of any examples. Can you think of any examples off the top of your head? Uh, not off the top of my head, but no, there's a whole bunch of really iconic companies that were yeah. all, that were all launched, uh, you know, started or whatever, founded in the midst of, you know, recessions or you know, depressions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's quite interesting. Yeah. It's really statistically significant, actually. So. Yeah, and I think, you know, us having gone through that and comparing it to now where 
I mean, not right now. There's a little bit of uncertainty right now again. But, you know, the last 6 to 12 months where it's been bonkers in terms of property market and interest in property and then people kind of questioning our business and thinking about like, okay, well, yeah, you've got you've got tailwinds, right? So, it's of course, you're going to do well. Because it's you know yeah summer season in contrast to a winter season it's like it's it's all positive everyone there's a lot of interest and that kind of thing, um, but it's because we had the winter seasons and we go through these times that we've set everything up to survive really tough times you know like we had to like we went through yeah. that initial phase like you said all of the elections when we were first starting and everyone was like nobody wants to touch property right now what are you doing you are mad yeah. <laughs> And then to come into, you know, a, a two-year plus whatever, how long, however long it's going to go for kind of pandemic period where a lot of economic uncertainty, a lot of uncertainty around the world. Um, and then, yeah, setting it up so that we can have a really strong base from there. Um, yeah, so I think that's just something that people might miss. Like yeah. if you if you if you can build it when times are tough, then you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be okay, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's interesting. It's interesting to say about the pandemic, like because it's actually not over. Like, sure, in Australia, we're all pretty yeah. much getting back to normal, but on a macro level, the you know supply chain constraints and all of that kind of stuff, there's still like there's still significant impact from uh, yeah. from from COVID and all of that kind of stuff. So, which has massive flow-on effects into into the property market, into business, into consumer confidence, into all of yep. these kind of things. Obviously, it affects things like inflation, all of that kind of stuff, um, which then plays a role in in sentiment and how people are thinking about like what is the next kind of like what is it what does the future hold <laughs> basically. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so what do you think the kind of what do you think the future holds? <laughs> mm, ice cream and rainbows. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Sounds good. Um, I really don't know, man. I, I, I hope I'm a, I'm a hopeful person, right? So I hope that we do reach some kind of end of this just global uncertainty and global mm. fear because it's quite, it's just, I think everyone's a little bit over just the negativity and the fear and the scarcity and the, you know, someone's out to get someone else all yeah. the time. Um, I'm hopeful that we will reach another phase where it's not like that. I don't yeah. know when that will be. I don't know how that will play out, but I'm hopeful that that will come in my lifetime. <laughs> be nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you, say, what, you think? Well, I've I've got a lot of thoughts, but before we go into that, I'd be interested to know. Like, I've kind of waffled on a little bit about the last three years. What are your some like some memorable memorable moments for from you for the last three years? Yeah. Um, <laughs> massive, massive three years. Um, I think, like you kind of touched on, the business has has had an amazing growth considering everything that's been happening. You know, yeah. and like I just touched on, it's like the fact that we kind of we acknowledge that we were starting on the down, like we did not have the upper hand when we were starting this business and being able to build it from that foundation and knowing like, okay, things are not always going to be rosy. So how do we make sure that we can sustain this um, and feel confident building a team, you know? So yeah. we, and that's been a massive, massive highlight for me um, over the last three years is just being able to build a team, you know? And particularly we have, um, you know, every every time we have new team joining, we do like an onboarding session on the Tuesdays when they start. 
that's always been one of my favorite things is just being able to, you know, spend an hour or so with all the team that are just starting that I'm really excited mm. to be joining the amazing existing team and just being able to walk them through like, this is what we're doing here and this is how we got here and this yep. is how you are going to contribute to that. And it's just a really awesome feeling every time we do those sessions. And so, yeah, as the team gets bigger as well, like it becomes more exciting because you get more like the, there is that community element as well building within the team. Um, yeah. So people feel excited together. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. It's a pretty it's a pretty awesome culture, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. We've awesome. done well. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I can I just can I can I just I know you've got another point you were about to make there, but can I just kind yeah. of touch on something you said because um yeah. Uh, you mentioned about how, like, you know, the the fact that we started in a period of time where it wasn't um, wasn't a great time to start a real estate business, and so that shaped a lot of our thinking, like around that kind of like preparing for the winter, continuously preparing for the mm-hmm. winter, and that's I think that's a really interesting point to touch on because that actually has driven a lot of our strategy. I mm-hmm. mean, pro- property strategy, mm-hmm. but also um, business strategy. And so specifically what I what I mean there is like when we when we very first started, we had a pretty good thesis on how to identify the right location at the right time. And so we said, oh, well, that's great. Um, because if in your property portfolio you can get good growth and if you can get good cash flow or good yields, then you pretty much you can build a scalable property portfolio. But what if something goes wrong, right? What if you enter into a winter period? What if something changes in that local economy? Or what if you just what if we get the wrong suburb? Uh, or something like that. Like what if, what if, right? And so then that formed the thesis around the holy trinity, which was cash flow plus growth plus the opportunity to add value. And the value add piece was really, I guess, a safety net, a, a risk management method um, to say like, okay, if things went wrong, how would you make sure that you didn't drown? Like, how would you prepare for the winter? And that was really the the thesis behind the kind of the third leg of the Holy Trinity. But then zooming out a little bit, you know, we've continuously asked ourselves as we've been helping clients along this along this journey, continuously asked ourselves, well, what if we get it wrong? What if one day we accidentally get this wrong? What if, what if something changes in the economy? Uh, what if, you know, just what if we get it wrong? Which has continuously driven that quest to try and understand the market even further, which in turn has led us to develop pretty advanced uh, technology and pretty advanced optics to try and solve that because it's not just. It's not just about trying to find the coolest suburb to buy in. It's actually about trying to minimize risk along the way, which I think is a really, it's been a fundamental driver for us. And I think that's one of the reasons we've got such a competitive advantage in that. Well, I know it's one of the reasons we've got such a competitive advantage in the marketplace because, um, because we're the only ones that have been able to do this, to be able to develop the, the, the capability to identify the right property in the right place at the right time sci- scientifically and um, you know, and we've obviously got a massive, uh, massive data and technology team now, purely focused on continuously refining that and solving that, that even further. And that's really been driven around the risk piece, which again changes kind of a little bit around the property strategy. Then, because if you take, if we can take the risk component out or minimize the risk component, then uh, like the value add piece. Isn't as relevant because we've managed the uh, we've managed the risk by getting even better at what we're doing. So yeah, I think it's really interesting that like these kind of periods of time 
or how to think about preparing for the winter has actually shaped um, how we think about property because it's not just about trying to find booming suburbs. It's about going, okay, well, how do we minimize the risk along the way? So I think that that, like, that evolution has been uh, really beneficial, obviously, for, for everyone that's involved in the business. Um, but one of the things that I'm most proud of, I know you had, a, I actually wanted to ask like one, one more, what was your other memorable thing? One of the things I'm most proud of, aside from like um, the team and the culture that we've built here, because it is really like, it's like, it's a beautiful place uh, and environment to be a part of, like with all the, all the team members. But one of the things that I'm most proud of is the fact that we've helped our clients collectively generate over a million dollars in cash flow. Like, I think that is awesome i think that is awesome yeah and we've got like a whole bunch of we've got a whole bunch of uh team members oh sorry we've got a whole bunch of clients who have you know already achieved their financial goals yeah so i think that you know for me like the results that we get for our clients not so much the property performance results like yeah yeah cool growth and cash flow that's all sweet but actually the transformational kind of like results Mm -hmm. that's the things that i i just like that's this. It's just so inspiring, I think, and just to know that people are out there who uh, have literally had their lives transformed and don't have to. Like they can live that life of freedom, choice, and abundance that we always talk about. They can do that, and they've been able to, been able to do that in record time. And I realistically, yeah. for most people, I kind of say like, if you if you lean in and follow what we do and and listen to our guidance, you could probably hit your financial goals in sort of five years, roughly five to seven. But there's so many people that are just nailing it in like two, three. We've only been around three years, and there's people that have been nailing it in less than two. So, and there's people in, that are well and truly on their way. So, yeah, it's 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 truly truly fascinating and uh, something that I'm really proud of as well. So, yeah, I think there's um, I think beyond like you know the people who have reached their like end kind of financial goals, which does take time for most people. Mm. Um, there's also just like little goals along the way, like even just getting started, you know, like there's so many people, so many of our clients that have sought advice on this for years, you know, mm. and you don't know where to turn and you don't know who to ask. And so you end up asking people that you think are the right people to ask, like you might go to your accountant or your mortgage broker or someone. Um, and not that they're being malicious, but they might not they might not give you much hope, you know. They might say, like, mm. actually, it's not that's not going to be possible for you, um, just based on their experience and their understanding of what you're trying to achieve. And then you end up walking away going, crap, like <laughs> I yeah. want to do this thing, but these professionals are telling me that I that I can't. And so I love seeing quite a few of our clients coming through sharing their story where like it actually, you know, that first property that we're able to secure for them that they didn't think that they could get because of their, you know, their income level or their savings or, you know, getting something that's cash flow positive in a growing location, people still haven't believed that that's possible. And so actually being able to have like an asset that is, you know, putting a little bit of extra cash flow into their bank account every month, Mm. you know, not too long ago, six months ago, three months ago, they didn't think that was possible. So I love those little, those little transformations along the way as well. Well, that's the thing is like a lot of people think that the stuff that we talk about isn't possible. And I think that's kind of like why, you know, for us, like pioneering prosperity is really like the aim of the game. And, and, you know, as you said, like a lot of, a lot of professionals in the industry kind of tell you, ah, yeah, it'll take you 40 years or it's not possible or you can't do those things. It's like, you can, you just need to be prepared to um, think and act a little bit differently 
uh, and to tread a new path. And I think like, I think that's what like, you know, fundamentally that's what we are doing is pioneering prosperity for so many people. And I think that's such a, you know, to better have been able to build that platform to be able to do that over the last three years is, is just awesome. So cool. Well, um, Mindful of time, I am interested to talk about where we think the ne- what the, we always think the next three years, like the last three years, have been all awesome. Like we're changing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people's lives. Where do you think we're going over the next three years? What do you think that looks like? More, <laughs> <laughs> more, more. Um, yeah, in terms of the business, I mean, we love what we're doing, right? We're yeah. then <laughs> everyone that kind of interacts with it also love what what we're doing. Um, the team is so inspired every day. Um, the clients love it. You know, it, it's it's so funny because we end up. I love reading the reviews when they come through because it's like mm. oh, it just feels good because it's like people are actually just really loving the experience on top of the results. Right? They get amazing yeah. results and have an amazing experience with yeah, an amazing team. And so being able to you know keep keep building that, keep serving more people. Do you want to touch on maybe? I've got the, some thoughts. Next kind of phase. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to share a couple of things because a lot of people are wondering, like, where is like where's the market going? For example, what's all of that kind of stuff doing? And my personal view is, I think there's going to be um, continued growth in regional areas for for the next three to five years, and I think there's broadly speaking going to be um, price stagnation in places like Sydney and Melbourne, and that's largely due to affordability, right? And there's like there's all this kind of affordability play going out going around all over the place, um, which is related to interest rate rises, which I think we're going to see interest rate rises and and all of that kind of stuff. But that actually fuels regional areas because of affordability, and then there's inflation, which again fuels property prices, and again it fuels affordability um, issues, which pushes more people into the regions. And so I think there's a there's a perfect storm for continued property price growth. Um, but you just need to be strategic and and uh, understand how like how to think about that on a macro on a macro scale, um, because you know there's 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 always an opportunity somewhere, but you just need to know where that is. Um, and that's kind of been that's kind of the aim of the game. So, which is which is why, like you know, we've invested significant amounts of time, energy, effort, and money over the last couple of years to develop and build out the kind of science and technology side of the business. And that's kind of we're just going to keep leaning into that because I think that's that's where the future is. You know, like if we can continuously understand how to find the right property in the right place at the right time, so people can achieve their goals faster and with much less risk, then that is that is a worthy pursuit. And so that's so I kind of see like leaning much more into the tech and the science side of things, and also you know the the service side of things we're nailing and it's great. Um, but how do we continuously refine that? So where there's actually the business is kind of growing in two distinct directions. So we've kind of got the service side of the business, which is Dashdot, and we're also launching uh, we're actually launching an app as well, which I'll, which we can kind of touch on uh, a little bit. But this, in terms of Dashdot, I think over the next three years, we'll probably three will probably be three times as big as we are now in three years' time in terms of like you know the service that we provide people and how many people can help and how many team members we have. Um, but what I think is um, actually really really exciting is we're actually launching a new a new business um, soon where we're building it out at the moment, which is uh, te- pure technology uh, business. Uh, which is we're basically building a property intelligence operating system, which is going to put all of our tech, all of our science, all of our insights, all of that capability into 
the palm of your hand. Basically, we're going to put power into the power into the, the hands of the people. So, you know, the the thesis is super exciting, right? So, the thesis is that you're going to be able to log onto the app on your mobile or your computer, build a property, like plan your property portfolio, so you can understand how to achieve your goals in the minimum amount of time based on your risk profile and all of that kind of stuff. Find the right properties specific to your personal individual circumstances in the right suburb based on our science and technology to identify the right places and right properties to buy, hold and sell at any given time. And plus connect with a community of like-minded people who are all striving for greatness as well. So I'm really excited about that because we actually have like an MVP, so minimum viable product version of that coming out um, uh, in a few months' time. We're actually going to have in a few months' time, we're going to have kind of the first version of that coming out, which is basically going to give people the opportunity to to have almost like a mini social network, but with the actual ability to tap into the actual technology that we use to identify the right suburbs at the right place at the right place at the right time and so that's going to be pretty revolutionary just just that just giving people that access to that information and that knowledge you know it's something that literally doesn't exist anywhere else in Australia let alone the world and that was really born from a conversation that you and I were having a few months ago around like okay this is great because what we've developed is something super powerful the this ability to be able to you know do to do that to find the right 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 property right place right time but how do we how do we help more people how do we have more impacts and how do we and so we thought well okay how do we get out of the way how do we ditch our ego and it's not about us it's about the people that we can help so let's take then all of the ip and all of the knowledge and everything that we've created and put it into a, put it into something that's going to be usable by anyone and basically start giving it away <laughs> pretty much because we want to help so many more people so because that is such a fundamental part of our of our vision you know we want to our mission is to transform the way the world invests and and the whole reason we exist is to improve the lives of others and to help people help more people build wealth because we believe that by helping people to build wealth that's that's going to allow them to change the world around them and subsequently create a ripple effect to change the world around them and so on and so forth this feels like we're we're really motoring in the right direction and i'm i'm super excited for the next three years and to be able to you know 10x 20x 100x 1000x the amount of impact that we're able to make on the lives of of people not just in australia but also around the world as we as we take that technology to other places in the world as well so yeah absolutely yeah and i think with the um like launching an app it's it's a different it's a different thing to a service business right so we've been a service business for three years and we'll continue to be a service business and it's an amazing service um and there will always be we've proven that people want and need this kind of a service right people want a guide to guide them through how the f do i actually know what to buy where to buy it how to plan it people want that real person assistance which we do amazingly well <laughs> our team do amazingly well um but yeah also having the app it's like as you said it's like it's actually being able to reach and impact more people you know we've got all of these amazing insights and amazing technology and research and everything that we've built over the last three years actually being able to give that to people who might not be ready to use a service like ours or maybe just need more insights you know just being able to know like what is my property actually worth if we already own a property like there are many homeowners around the country that 
own their property, but they have no idea what it's worth. You know, the best or that they to, get or is, how to use that or how to use that realistically. Or how to right? use it, yeah. But like the best that they get is, you know, ask a local real estate agent who will try and do uh, uh, some comparables on later sales. Or, you know, you might know someone with like a core logic login that can do some kind of report in there. That yeah, would but, the core, but core logic data is wrong. From, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So just being able to like, that's, that's as close as most people have. You know, we're so blessed that we have access to what we have and understanding of what it all means and our amazing team um, in the data science team have actually determined like how do we actually get a real-time value of what an asset is worth right now which to be fair we haven't we haven't specifically solved that quite yet but (laughs) we're very close we're We're very very close close. very close um but yeah being able to eventually have that for people just to even give them optics like have that insight and access to some knowledge and intelligence that they haven't had previously i just think it's really it's really cool that's even just like one part of what we're trying to do there's all the portfolio planning um um, apps in there that'll be just game changing because again it's like there's so many things in this industry that you think would exist that someone has already done before and nobody has done it really well in a way that is actually like putting the needs of the person using it first you know yeah, you see like, companies yeah, you kind of come problem, up with right? stuff yeah you see people come up with stuff and they you know they kind of just want to charge for it and it's not actually solving who is this person that is using that and needs this support how can we create something that's going to actually help them uh, to yeah. move forward so it's what we're what we're trying to do 100 percent. you know I'm, I'm personally really excited for the next three years um super motivated like it, it's quite funny actually because some people um, ask, like particularly when they're coming to join the team, like what is what are our personal plans over the next like five years or ten years? Like, are we just trying to build a business and sell it, or you know, mm-hmm. something like that? And it's like, no, nah, like uh, for me, my vision is to still like is to build a company that's going to outlast you and I, you know, mm-hmm. to build something that's going to be a truly iconic company that's that's genuinely going to change the world and and to actually be here for for a significant amount of time. You know, we're thinking into sort of forty year planning cycles and stuff. So. Yeah, the next the next three years is going to be just as exciting as the three years that have just been. I think so. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, cool. Well, mindful of time, Gabby. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap it up? I think I just I just want to say thank you to you. Not to be too lame, but <laughs> like it's been yeah, it's been a hectic it's been a hectic three years. Um, and I think you know we've been really each other's support system for these 100%. three years growing this amazing this amazing business and we've gone through so much together and i'm really i'm proud of you and i'm proud of what we've done yeah likewise um, and again it's not just us but it's been <laughs> it's been it's been a long it's been a long three years and yeah just thank you for your for your leadership and your guidance and your commitment to the vision Awesome. Well, thank you, Gabby. I really appreciate that. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> so thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's uh, in the fields. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, right, right in the fields. But no, you're right. And it's like again, right now, it's way bigger than you or I. Like, I keep telling people. I said, I'm. I, I just keep telling people. I've I've got a job at Dash Dot, and I have a job to do, just like anyone else has a job to do, and that's all good. And we're all working towards the same mission. But you're right. Over the last over the last few years, it's been um, it's been a pretty interesting and fun and wild ride, and you know, certainly, you know, we wouldn't be here without 
without you as well and without like the you know the collaborative effort of of everything we've kind of put forward and but all the people that have surrounded us and helped us along the way it's certainly not you know we haven't been able to do this alone and i think that's that's a really important thing yeah. to remember as we go forward so yeah. awesome well, Gabby, thanks so much. Nice to chat to you. Good to um, good to get an opportunity to hang out. Since we don't really get to do that very <laughs> good much. To see you. Good to see you. Nice to see you. Um, <laughs> thanks, and uh, I look forward to speaking to you again soon. It'd be great to have you on the podcast a little bit more. 